This episode is sponsored by Riley's Way Foundation. Through community-focused programs, Riley's Way empowers young leaders to create positive change through kindness and empathy. From connecting student leaders to awarding grants for projects that amplify kindness in local communities, Riley's Way Foundation equips the next generation of leaders with the tools they need to make a positive impact in the world. Also, Riley's Way Foundation opened its national initiative, The Call for Kindness, for its second year. Winners will be given up to $3,000 each to help implement their kindness-inspired projects with their school or nonprofit partners. Learn more at rileysway.org. Please stick around for Kindness Calling, our segment featuring the remarkable teens from Riley's Way Foundation. I think as a teacher, you're doing more than just teaching students standards. You're teaching them how to be humans and how to be kind. And so your role is really a whole lot more than just teaching, you know, fractions on a number line. You need to teach them how to win at games, how to lose at games, how to communicate, how to fail, and how to support others when they succeed and support them when they fail. As parents and guardians, we have a pivotal role to play in instilling values in kids. But we all know that teachers and educators are also in the front lines of shaping the next generation. I think that something I always tell parents too is that when they leave our classrooms, they should know more than just how to do X, Y, and Z and how to read. They need to know how to be a part of the community and society and they need to know how to communicate with others and the children that we have in our classrooms today are going to be the leaders you know 20 years from now and so we need to teach them the things that they need to know to be a good person and that's going to take them a lot farther in life than just knowing their math facts or things like that. This is the story of Nikki D'Ingrato, founder of The Sprinkle Top Teacher. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action, from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. My first year teaching, to be honest, was extremely rough. I wanted to be a teacher for so long, and then my first year was really, really difficult. A lot of days I would cry on the way to school, cry leaving school. It just wasn't what I thought teaching was going to be. But she didn't have the money to quit. But in my heart, I knew I was meant to be a teacher. Nikki grew up in the suburbs of Chicago with her little brother. She had two older brothers who lived in Arizona. And I'm really lucky because they were extremely supportive and encouraging throughout my whole childhood and all my crazy dreams as I'm growing up. And a big part of my life growing up was also playing sports. I played basketball through high school. I was a runner, I did track in college, and that really inspired a lot of my teaching style and just my beliefs. So 
a lot of that has to do with creating a team environment and including movement in the classroom. So that had a big part on shaping me. But this path to become an educator truly began in the classroom. I had the most amazing first grade teacher. Even, you know, 20 something years later, I could tell you about every detail from her classroom, from like the lesson that we learned on the rainforest. I thought the fact that she was teaching us the numbers in Spanish was so cool. And she let us have a big role in the classroom environment. And I loved that I could pass out the papers. And when I finished my work, I could help the other kids. Um, she is really just the reason that I fell in love with education. And it's interesting because my parents will say the same thing. They'll say every day when I came home in first grade, I had a million things to tell them. And I feel like that's kind of the test of if your kid is enjoying school, they have so much to tell you about their day. Nikki wanted to be that person for other kids. A person who'd inspire them to tell their family at dinner about all the great things they did in school. And then in elementary school, there was also a club called Partners Club, where we got to hang out with kids with special needs after school and just be kids. Like, we played games, we did whatever they wanted to do, we just hung out, like, as if you were at your friend's house. And that really sparked my love for working with kids with special needs. Um, And then in high school... I did a program senior year where I left early, halfway through the day, and I went to a fourth grade classroom. And that was a really good experience to have as a high schooler because it was a way to test out, like, do I really want to be a teacher before getting, you know, into college when you're spending a lot of money on classes? Um, And I loved it. And so that was a really good experience. And I think through all that, I just fell in love with working with kids and knew that that's exactly what I wanted to do. After college, Nikki moved to Arizona. Nikki then started fulfilling her childhood dream. On her first year, she taught first grade students. But it wasn't what she had imagined. Nikki had a really rough time. A lot of days I would cry on the way to school, cry leaving school. It just wasn't what I thought teaching was going to be. And so it was really confusing time for me because teaching was really difficult. The school I was at just wasn't a good fit for me, but I had no other experience either. And so I made a choice to go to a new school and a new district and start over. This was probably back in 2015. Eventually, Nikki started to find other teachers on Instagram who were sharing their lessons, ideas, and stories about their students and other interesting stuff about the classroom. And I thought that was a really cool creative outlet to express my love for teaching. And so it kind of started as this side hobby where I got to share things that we were doing in my classroom. And then I could take things from other classrooms and bring them to my kids. Because as a teacher, you can learn from the teachers at your school. You can go to professional development, but there's never really been another way to communicate with teachers, you know, across the United States or all over the world and get ideas from them. And so it turned into a way that I could bring new ideas to my students. In finding other teachers, Nikki felt a sense of belonging and deep connection. She knew other teachers shared the same experiences and could empathize with her, especially on days when she felt like she wasn't doing her best as a teacher. And people understood 
and they knew like how difficult teaching could be and having that connection with other teachers all over really helped me. This propelled Nikki to start the Sprinkle Top Teacher. On her website, she shares resources for elementary school teachers. She also blogs and engages her community on Instagram with fun ideas and activities inside and outside the classroom. And so the Sprinkle Top Teacher kind of turned into a place where I could help other teachers who have felt the same way I felt feel inspired again and be the teacher that they knew they were meant to be even if they got bogged down by the other things going on in education. So it's really just a place for me to be able to spread kindness and help other teachers feel supported and know that there's other teachers out there cheering them on. Every Sunday, Nikki sends out Sunday Sunshine Mail. It's when she shares stories that she feels would help other teachers recharge and feel more supported. Even just responding to all of their messages, I make it a point to, if somebody contacts me, to always respond because they're reaching out for support or they need to vent or things like that. And then I always try to focus on creating activities that are going to make teachers' lives easier and give a lot of value still with what the kids are learning. And when it comes to simple activities that teach our kids kindness, here's Nikki's advice. One of the ways that you can do that is in your classroom, you can ask for kids to share, obviously the right answer, but then also add the question, well, who made a mistake on this problem? And then they share about their mistake and it just normalizes that nobody is perfect and that we're all going to make mistakes. And then other kids start joining in and say things like, I made that same mistake and then I fixed it this way. So there's also that higher level thinking going on too, but it just, helps kids to realize that everybody, including themselves, make mistakes all the time. And then another way to help kids look for kindness is to have a journal that kids record anything that they see going on in their classroom that their friends are doing really well at. And so it kind of teaches kids to shift their mindset from tattling, which is kind of (laughs) their first nature to tattle on their friends, but it shifts their mindset to look for places in school and in their classroom where their friends are doing good things, like whether they got a problem wrong five times and then on the sixth time they got it right and they're really proud of them for never giving up or they yelled at their friend, but then they apologized right away. So it teaches kids to look for the positives going on around them. And I think that's something that even adults always need to be working on too. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just an adult who's around kids, you should always keep in mind that they look up to you for examples. Your everyday behavior impacts how they might treat their classmates or other kids around them. In the same way, if you're unkind to yourself, our little ones might pick that up too. I really try to do two different things. So one is to give a gift every day and it doesn't have to be something physical like purchasing a gift for somebody but to try to find something that you could give to a friend or a family member or yourself, even your pet, anything that will make someone else feel good inside, it really comes back to you too. So that could be leaving a post-it on your teammate's desk at work saying like a funny joke on it. Something will make them smile or like, I see the way that you're working really hard 
It could be pulling your student or your child aside and saying, I noticed the way that you handled this situation and I'm really proud of you. Or it can just be snuggling with your cat on the couch for an extra five minutes and making them feel loved. The other thing she practices is writing in her gratitude journal. You know, at dinner we share two good things that happen and one thing that we are working on. Having little moments where you share things you're thankful for really helps spread kindness, especially if you can share that with others. If you want to be part of Nikki's community, whether as a teacher, parent, or someone involved with kids, please head on over to thesprinkletopteacher.com. On our final installment of Kindness Calling, we are featuring Hannah Weiser, co-founder of the self-empowerment and personal growth app, Womates. In this episode of Kindness Calling, we're featuring 18-year-old Hannah Weiser from Boca Raton, Florida. Hannah is the co-founder of Womates, a free app centered around self-empowerment and personal growth for women. We created it from our living room in our house. We believe that we are put here, the four of us on this earth as a unit to bring Wemays to life. And we have a mission. We are women on a mission. My sisters left college to pursue Wemays full time and our mom invested our family's life savings into building the app. And we are on a mission to help bring more love and acceptance into this world, starting with helping us all learn to love and accept ourselves. Social media can be such a tricky thing and the internet can be really noisy. So we wanted to create something that left people feeling better and more connected to themselves. And we have tools for all different sorts of emotions. You can search based on how you're feeling. So if you're dealing with anxiety, you can search anxiety and find tools specifically for that feeling. Or if you want to be feeling more hopeful or really anything that you're feeling, you can search and and find tools specifically for it. And we also send out these daily empowering notifications that come straight to your phone. And they're meant to be messages of love and support, just reminding you that you're on the right track. At the root of Hannah's work in WMAs are kindness, empathy, and compassion. When I heard about Riley's Way and the call for kindness, I had goosebumps all over. I just... There was a part of me that just knew that it would be a really special piece of my life and that the work that they're doing is just changing the world. And so to be a small piece of it just brings me so much joy. And Ian and Mackenzie Sandler are unbelievable human beings and the whole team at Riley's Way are just sincerely making such an impact on this world. And there's a word, it's called brutiful. Glennon Doyle coined the term. It's that something's both brutal and beautiful at the same time. And being able to take a situation like losing your daughter, which can be so brutal, and making it into something so beautiful, it's the ultimate act of power and of hope. They give me so much hope. So I am in awe of everything that the Riley's Way team does and I'm grateful to be a part of it. In case you missed our episode sharing the story of Ian Sandler, co-founder at Riley's Way Foundation, we suggest you check it out. His story is both heartbreaking and inspiring. I heard about Riley's Way when they were circulating the application for the Call for Kindness on social media. Call for Kindness is a national competition from Riley's Way Foundation. They provide micro-grants to teens and young adults who are working on a new or existing project that strengthens their community and brings people together. 
Oh my goodness, I was so excited when we found out that I was a Call for Kindness winner. And I feel that Riley's Way is an ocean. There's so many different waves and it's creating this huge, huge, massive impact. And I feel it's a ripple effect. So I'm grateful that Wamaze gets to be a part of Riley's Way and that Riley's Way gets to be a part of Wamaze. And I know it's just the beginning. As one of the winners of the Call for Kindness competition, Hannah received $3,000 from Riley's Way Foundation. She's using this grant money towards funding the Wilmaze app, which she hopes would reach millions of users. We hear from people who are in the midst of heavy grief and are working through that and they get messages and it just feels like they can take a breath and know that they're not in it alone. Here, Hannah shares why she believes kindness and empathy are critical in building any type of movement. I think empathy is the antidote to hatred. I think when we step into each other's shoes, when we see who we are stripped away from the labels or stripped away from the beliefs that we've held as our identities, we can see that we all really just want the same things. Kindness breeds connection and we so deeply need human connection. And I think when someone simply smiles at you at the grocery store, there's just this feeling of, oh, I'm seen. And it's beautiful knowing that we don't have to do this on our own, that we can support each other through it, even if it's just a simple smile. That's it for our final segment of the Kindness Calling series. We'd like to give our utmost thanks to Riley's Way Foundation for supporting this podcast and for doing the work that they do. In honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Riley's Way Foundation opened its national initiative, the Call for Kindness, for its second year. Teens from all around the country can submit their projects and ideas that are designed to drive change and inspire kindness in their communities. Winners will be given up to $3,000 each to help implement their projects with their school or nonprofit partners. So apply to be part of the Call for Kindness. The deadline is fast approaching. To learn more about it and all the other life-changing programs at Riley's Way Foundation, please head on over to rileysway.org. Link is in our show notes. We'll catch you again next week and be good to one another. <laughs>